Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Luke chapter 7 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We will then review the key takeaways and we'll end our session with a prayer. Luke 7, the faith of the centurion. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion's servant, with whom his master valued highly, was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him. This man deserves to have you do this, because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself, for I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him. And turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. Jesus raises a widow's son. Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with him. As he approached the town gate, a dead person was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And a large crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her, and he said, Don't cry. Then he went up and touched the bier they were carrying him on, and the bearers stood still. He said, Young man, I say to you, Get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. They were all filled with awe and praised God. A great prophet has appeared among us, they said. God has come to help his people. This news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country. Jesus and John the Baptist. John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he sent them to the Lord to ask, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to you to ask, are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? At that very time, Jesus cured many who had diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits, and gave sight to many who were blind. So he replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. After John's messengers left, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear expensive clothes and indulge in luxury are in palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, there is no one greater than John. 
yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people, even the tax collectors, when they heard Jesus' words, acknowledged that God's way was right, because they had been baptized by John. But the Pharisees and the experts in the law rejected God's purpose for themselves, because they had not been baptized by John. Jesus went on to say, To what then can I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to each other. We played the pipe for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not cry. For John the Baptist came, neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say he has a demon. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and you say, Here is a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by all her children. Jesus anointed by a sinful woman. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there and with an alabaster jar of perfume, as she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him five hundred denarii and the other fifty. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them would love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned towards the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This is the end of Luke chapter 7. Now, let's look at the key takeaways. First, we see a centurion that shows amazing faith in Jesus when asking him to heal his servant who was back home. Just say the word and it will be done. Jesus performs another miracle after this by raising a man who had been dead. The second takeaway is John the Baptist who is in jail and is starting to doubt that Jesus was the Messiah. When he sends a messenger and Jesus responds, in Luke chapter 7, verse 22, Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Go your way and tell John what things have you seen and heard, how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, to the poor the gospel is preached. In the third takeaway, the Pharisees are offended that Jesus would allow a woman who was a sinner to touch him and wash his feet with her tears and anoint his head with expensive oil. Jesus told them the parable of a master who forgave his servants his debt. But one owed him twice 
what the other owed. His point was that the one who owed him more than thus had been forgiven more would be more grateful and thus love his master more than the other. And in summary, we see a centurion displaying amazing faith and trusting Jesus that he can simply say the words and his servant back home will be healed. He understands that Jesus commands the physical and the spiritual. John the Baptist also here begins to doubt. Once he hears the response from Jesus, he begins to understand, as do others, that Jesus did not come to establish a physical kingdom as everybody thought, not just yet, but that he was talking about a spiritual kingdom and establishing the church. So Jesus tells people that he came to forgive sinners and to show them the way, and the bigger the sins, the more they need Jesus. So let us end in prayer. Dear God, help us have the faith of the centurion. Help us believe that your word is all that we need. Help us understand that we are not to be like the Pharisee. We have much sin and therefore much to be forgiven. We're like the woman, the sinner, who should be weeping at Jesus' feet and kissing his feet at every chance. If we believe in your infinite grace and mercy, we will be taken care of all for all eternity. We don't need to understand your ways in order to fully trust you with our lives. God, thank you for extending salvation to us. We who are unworthy sinners, but are redeemed and made righteous with a simple touch of your grace. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Luke chapter 7. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.